Hello, and welcome back to Ryan and Brian's Bible Bistro. I'm Ryan. Hey, and I'm Brian. All Here right. we are. We're punchy right now. It's <laughs> it's three forty in the afternoon. We're all off our habits here, we're, we're, but uh, we're, we're back in the bistro, yeah, so it's a good and, day. And it is, and it's always a good day to have guests in the bistro. And we've had yes. a, a, a few technical difficulties, but we have a couple of guests in the bistro who I have just met today for the first time. Yes, we have the co-founders of Appian Media, and uh, I'm actually not going to explain what they do. I'm going to let them introduce themselves and explain who Appian Media Media is. So, uh, Stuart, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Okay. Um, so, I'm Stuart Peck. I'm one of the co-founders of Appian Media, and uh, uh, my background, uh, I don't know if you want to go that far back, I'm, I'm, my background's in journalism. And uh, I've been shooting video or, or working in some sort of video production storytelling capacity for about 20 years now. Um, and then Craig came along. <laughs> and ruined everything. <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh, yes, and my life Things were going along direction. so well. And, yes. That's my ball. Then Craig. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, quite so the intro. Wanted- um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I'm Craig D. Hutt, uh, live here in Indy. I've been uh, working in video production for the last 18, 19 years. Um, news, audio production, commercials, and then now really kind of settled in the world of documentary filmmaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. And I and I met Craig and Stuart um, through I'm you know I'm in video production. We've talked about it a couple times, Brian, and uh, I'd seen their work in the past, and I had some opportunities here recently to to have some more chats with them. So, guys, tell us a little bit about Appian Media. We know you're both in video production or have had some journalism and and video. Uh, what is Appian Media? What are you guys doing? And and why did you start? Um, well, so Appian Media is an organization that Craig and I started back in 2015. And, and what we are noticing, uh, we both we were teaching Bible classes uh, with our respective churches, and, and what we were both noticing was that in those classes, specifically high school age uh, students, they were coming into class, and you know we weren't using a whole lot of technology in the classrooms. Uh, so we were having them put away all that technology and then pull out their Bible and, and try and uh, try and explain to them and, and help teach the Bible, even though they were using that technology. And we're talking about things like, uh, you know, YouTube and Netflix and their phones and computers and iPads and all this stuff and basically every other realm of their life. I mean, e- even in schools, they were using that technology. And so we said, well, why don't we pull that those tools into the classroom and make uh, some videos about the Bible that we can trust uh, is accurate and uh, is good quality because, of course, we're both in that that uh, industry and um, and make them and share them for free. And so that's kind of how Appian Media took off was with that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this the goal is. Has, go ahead. Uh, I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead, the, the goal has been all all along. We wanted people to re-engage with the biblical text um, because we don't want to update that 
you know, the, the Bible stands on its own and it's more than sufficient, but we were trying to create these tools to get people excited about what was in the word. And, uh, the best way we could, we could think to do that was to show them the real places, take them through the, the history and the geography, um, and the culture of these places. And so that's what we set out to do when we, when we started. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't, so it wasn't just about like having the phone. It was about actually like providing some context on it. Did you feel like you're having like issues during your, your teaching time, like providing context for some of the stories? Is that what, was that some of the issue? Yeah, I think so. I think it, it was, uh, I mean, there's, there's always a context issue when you, when you're looking at words on a page and you can't really, uh, see these places, uh, but, you know, initially it was more just a relevancy issue. And, and you were talking about a generation who um, they were sliding to this place where they see the Bible as less and less relevant for their lives. And we wanted to show them that that's not the case at all. This book is vital to their lives. And so I think originally that was the issue. Now, as we got further into it, and especially as we started visiting these lands, we saw that there was a huge uh, context issue as people, not only the high school age group, but people of all ages were like, wow, this is nothing like I pictured these places. And so we, we realized at that point that, oh man, this, this spans, uh, it's a way bigger problem than just high school age kids not being able to find the Bible relevant. This is like a lot of people were, were saying, look, this is nothing like I'd ever imagined the Bible would be. Yeah, and, and I'll jump in here. Um, Ryan has introduced me to some of your uh, <clears throat> videos and uh, your documentaries, and I really enjoyed them. Really high quality; they re look really good. Uh, I don't know that we've said this, but to, just to make clear, you you guys have traveled over there a few times, and you have um, over to the Holy Land. You've you've been to Turkey, and these are on site kind of documentaries that you're doing here in these in these places, and they're really really great. They look look really super good, and really. Uh, useful for you guys have done small, small group material that goes along with it and that kind of thing. It's really good stuff. Yeah. So what, yeah. So as Brian was saying, like, tell us a little bit about some of the, what you've already done. Tell us about some of the, the documentaries that you've already produced. Sure. So we, we began where I think a lot of good Bible study should begin with the story of Jesus. And right. that actually involved two different trips to Israel, once in 2016 and one in 2017. And we produced a 10 episode series on the life of Jesus called Following the Messiah. And, and we go from, from birth to ascension. So we take people to Bethlehem and the Jordan and Jerusalem and, and everywhere in between. And then in 2018, um, we filmed what we call Searching for a King, which uh, covers the the accounts of the first kings of Israel, so King Saul and David and Solomon. And that really delved us into the realm of, of archaeology, biblical evidences, and, and helping to refute some of the criticisms that people have that David was probably just a legendary figure like a King Arthur, but he probably wasn't a real person. Um, we wanted people to understand not only that the Bible was relevant, but it was also reliable. And then we produced a children's series uh, based on the Gospels that we released in 2020. And uh, that same year in 2020, we traveled to Turkey and shot what we call Trial and Triumph Revelations Churches, where we visited the, the seven churches mentioned in the first three chapters of Revelation. And uh, that was released this past October. 
And so we're working on another set of children series and, and workbooks have been uh, produced, uh, like you said, for small groups and Bible classes for each of the, each of these series. So hours, hours and hours worth of content from across the Bible. <laughs> and lines. it's, and it's free, you know, it's, it's free it's online. Free. We'll, we'll have a, right. a link to it in our uh, show notes. It's very, like I said, high quality and free. That's great. Yeah. That's right. So, so talk, so talk to us about the approach that you take to this. Cause it's, is it just, I, I, I mean, I've seen this, but for someone that hasn't seen this, you know, the, uh, what I appreciate it, it's not just someone standing in one spot saying like, I'm going to tell you the story. So it's, you know, it's just a different <laughs> background that I'm telling you the story, but to, to, yes. tell us a little bit about the approach that you took, uh, that you've taken in pr producing these documentaries. Um, so w when Craig and I first jumped into this, um, my, what I was working on at the time was actually reality television. Um, and, and so, you know, and we knew that, like you mentioned, we knew we didn't want to just have something that was dry, uh, somebody on camera standing in front of the places, uh, as, as Craig calls it, lectures from the lands. Um, <laughs> That's, that's a good we've title. all seen them. We've all yeah, seen them. Yeah. We've, all been there. Yes. we've all seen them. You know, yeah. it, so we, we knew that we needed to immerse uh, our hosts into the lands. And so we wanted to make it engaging. So as if these kids or adults, whoever was watching it, as if they had turned on the Discovery Channel or the Travel Channel or something like that, and they're watching something that uh, that has that quality. And, you know, of course, then pulling in the biblical themes and the text and, and making it something so that way people, uh, you know, because we, we know that this is something that we struggle with with Christian media in general is it, it can sometimes be hokey or cheesy. And if we can't compel people to watch it in the first place, then we're, we're missing the mark. We're missing the point completely. And so we knew that it needed to be more than just the backdrop for, uh, for this, needed to be we need to be in the lands yeah absolutely i i you know i kind of resonate with the hokey and cheesy thing i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, you know, but there's plenty of uh hokey and cheesy that's, stuff out there that's yeah. your love language ryan is hokey and cheesy so. <laughs> is that a fat joke no, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's a it's a dorky joke. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'll, okay. I'll, I could run with that. I can run with that. Yeah. So <clears throat> you you guys have been there. You've you've been to some of these places. Um, you know, and I think you know your latest one was the the revelation that you've done. You know, and that is a, a book that it's so important to understand that cultural context. The cult. You know that there's so much imagery that happens uh, in Revelation. And what I love is like you you show some of the imagery and and where these churches are located. Uh, so as, as Jesus is delivering this message to John, you see, you know, th this, it was a, a language that they would have understood. They would have connected the dots between uh, what John wrote, what Jesus had, had told John and what they're seeing in, in their context. So for you guys, as you've been to these places and you've seen these things, has there been anything for you personally that's been like, whoa, this is a moment for me. You know, you, you do your homework, you go there, you prepare for this, but then as you experience it yourself, kind of going, man, I really got to make sure we get this aspect back to our audience. Has there been any moments like that for you guys? Mm. Yeah, that's that's something we talk about a lot. We, we step into these locations and, and we're seeing it and experiencing it 
feeling it, sometimes smelling it, you know, and how do you bottle that all up? <laughs> right. you know, how, how do you bring that back Smell-o-vision. to the viewer? Right. Oh yeah. man. Uh, walking through the, the old city of Jerusalem and, and the spice yeah. markets and things down yeah, there, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. how do you, how do you communicate that? And so we're, we're constantly trying to, to think of creative ways to make the viewer feel like they were there with us. Um, and so we do, we, we kind of step into these places, those first few years, these are places that Stu and I and and a good portion of our team had never seen ourselves. And so we have to kind of put the cameras down sometimes and just look around and think about where we're at. I I'm standing in the Garden of Gethsemane. And what right. what does this mean? Um and then trying to figure out the best way of of bringing that home. Um and so yeah, I I think the Garden of Gethsemane certainly certainly affected me very much in that way. The Valley of Elah, where David fought mm, Goliath, yeah. and that valley is is still today fairly untouched. Um, it's a it's a field, and you can see the hills on each side and, and think about the Philistine champion coming down there and taunting the Israelites. And um, yeah, uh, places that, that send shivers up your spine, and then you've got to figure out the best way of, of bringing that home. Right. Yeah. yeah. Stuart, Stuart, were there any moments for you that were just like, you know, you, you were teaching these high school students and trying to go, how do I make this relevant? And then you're experience, experiencing it for yourself. Were there any moments that just even for you as the teacher to experience it, or that was really eye opening for you to, to get a better context on, on some things? Uh, yeah, I, I think for me, it was, wow, how small the Sea of Galilee is. Uh, you know, you, it's amazing. And and we do this in our, just in in our, every aspect of our lives, but you kind of, when you have a story in your mind, and especially if it's a story uh, full of fanciful characters and heroes and whatnot, it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And then when you see the place, you go, Oh man, or like a movie set and you go, Oh wow, this is really a lot smaller than (laughs) what I pictured it. That was the sea of Galilee. And uh, you know, it, it's more of a lake, but what's amazing about the Sea of Galilee is the fact that uh, we could stand there and point and say, okay, there's Capernaum. This would have been where Jesus walked across the water. And uh, it, so much happened right there in that yeah. little the area. Yeah, it is amazing. You know, I, I remember the site where, uh, the traditional site where um, uh, uh, Jesus, in John 21, basically, Jesus uh uh, again, walked on the water and and uh, uh, reinstated what we often call the reinstatement of Peter. And uh, what was really striking to me, you talk about how close everything is together. There's a Roman road, you know, the, the archaeological remains of a Roman mm-hmm. road very close to there. And again, you, you know, we often think of these things, not only, like you said, epic, but like kind of isolated. And, and and these are the kind of things you, you understand how the stories were able to be transmitted so quickly. And, and right. uh, you know, everybody heard about these amazing miracles that Jesus was performing. And you know, just, just kind of gives you a sense of that. That's, that's great. I love, love that. Right. Yeah. So as you've, you've produced these, uh, four series, the, uh, with the, with the children's included in their world. So, you know, it's one of these things to say like, oh, we're going to do this. And we made this, you know, you know, the real, the, uh, sign of success is how it's received. Um, you know, so how has it been received? How, what have, what feedback have you gotten from these documentaries for people in their faith and, and to see these things and to experience them as best as you can by bringing them to them, uh, through video? I, I think that we are continually surprised by just the, how far reaching they have become. You know, when Craig and I sat 
in, in a coffee shop and said, hey, let's make some Bible videos, uh, we couldn't have even imagined um, that we'd have producers from Portugal coming up to us film festivals and saying, we want your content on our network. Wow. Like, wow. That, those kinds of things are just like kind of mind blowing to us. But beyond all of that, it, it's the people who tell us that we've made the Bible real for them, or we've made mm. the Bible exciting or cool, you know, and we look at the Bible and go, man, this is a really rich book. But for, for some people, they go, man, I don't understand this thing. Well, why does it matter? And for them to then say, no, actually your videos have helped reconnect me with the Bible. That's, that's powerful for us. Yeah. People yeah, have we, used terms like you've brought color to the black and mm, white of the text. Mm, mm. And, you know, we know and believe that the Bible is living, it's active. You know, the Holy spirit is, is still accomplishing great things through it. Um, but our, our imaginations fire up when we read the Bible. Uh, we do our very best to try and conjure up images to help us better understand what we're reading. But when you're able to actually give someone the right images, so they're not just trying to imagine what Jerusalem looked like. Right. We show them what Jerusalem looked like. Um, it does a different thing, a more rich thing to someone's yeah. study. And so to have people say, I mean, we've had 70, 80 year old Christians tell us, you know, I, I, I've been a Christian for 60 years and I'm, I feel like I'm just now reading it in, in a new way. Hmm. Um, yeah. That's that's what we're after. That's pretty cool. The you know Ryan and I are always talking about the importance of uh, cultural and and historical and geographical backgrounds. And you know it, it's it's not that that the, you can't understand the Bible, but it's like you're saying this gives us a different texture to it. It gives us a, a fuller, richer understanding. Uh, yeah, it's so important. And and like I said, you guys have done a great job on it. The you know some of the things in the Revelation. What about tell, tell me about that when you traveled to Turkey. What, what were some of your favorite spots there and some of the things that really kind of made you maybe think about things in a different way or, or gave you a, a deeper appreciation of uh, some of those uh, early chapters of the book of Revelation? Hmm. Mm. I'll be honest. When I have read Revelation, um, it has always felt intimidating to me. And the, the first few chapters... Uh, perhaps are, are easier to work yourself through than maybe chapter four through the end. <laughs> right. um, but I still struggled with, okay, he's talking to a real place, Pergamum. Right. But right. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that looked like. I don't, uh, and, and we don't often see as many visuals or even illustrations. I mean, when was the last time you saw a, a children's Bible class going through the seven churches of Revelation? Um, <laughs> so I don't know about you, Stu, but I, I didn't go in with a lot of expectations. Um, and, and to me, just, just being able to go up to some of these places, uh, hmm. Pergamum specifically, you take a lift up this this hillside um so that when you're at the top of this city and the highest point being a temple a temple to um one of the roman emperors and you're overlooking the rest of the uh, the valley there the the city there um it's just impressive and and awe-inspiring to think jesus saw this church there and they were surrounded by all this idolatry and wickedness hmm, yeah. um but he's aware of what's going on and and met them where they were. Um, 
just some awesome experiences. That is cool. Very cool. You know, I think Turkey is, uh, it's a place that, you know, sometimes can be forgotten about um, in when you're looking at Bible lands. When you think Bible lands, you think Israel. Israel, right. You may think, uh, you know, places like that. But really, honestly, you get into the New Testament, it's Turkey and Greece. And that's, that's, so, I mean, the ruins that you see there are very different than uh, in Israel. And uh, in some cases, a lot more preserved. Um, but you're hmm. looking at cities. You're looking at cities that uh, these first-century Christians would have been very familiar with. And in some right. cases, the same columns and pillars and statues that they were looking at. And so that's that's kind of a, a neat experience. Very cool. Yeah. 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 So you guys have, you've produced, you've, you've, this is, this is your past, you know, you've, you've produced these four series, but you are this week uh, announcing the, the week that this podcast is coming out. You've announced uh, where you're going to next and, and um, where is that? What, what's, what's next on the agenda for you guys? It's all you, Stu. It's all And thanks for the podcast. Your co-founders. See you guys later. (laughs) This is great. All right, we'll see you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so we we are planning a trip to Egypt and Jordan uh, to look at the lands uh, of the Exodus. And so our our plan will be to follow one of the possible routes that the Israelites would have taken from Egypt as they were wandering in the wilderness and going into the promised land. Um, and so that's kind of the new, the next frontier for Appian Media. Wow. What, so, so what's different about going to Egypt? I mean, you know, right now, <laughs> even the planning stages than, than Israel or, or some, you know, Turkey, some of the places you've been. Just well, about everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just, I was thinking, you know, when when Ryan told me this is what you guys were thinking about doing, I'm, uh, you know, Israel kind of welcomes, you know, they. Let's face it, tourism of of Christians is is a big part of their uh, their economy. It's a big part of of you know what they what they prepare for and what they're geared to, and, and you know it seems to me that Egypt's quite a bit different than that in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> Not only does it seem, it is. Yeah, it right. is very much. That so. was putting it nicely. Yeah. No, I, I've, I've heard it once. I've heard it uh, many, many times, and it's that uh, Egypt is the Wild West. And um, you know, I, I'm, I have no doubt that the people, that the Egyptian people, are very kind and hospitable. But it, they it, filming in Egypt is a whole different beast. And, and as you kind of alluded to, you know, Israel, who is who is very accommodating and very used to uh, Christian tourists uh, and Turkey, even to some extent being that way as well. Um, Egypt is not, and no, there's no offense toward anybody um, that's, you know, of a Muslim background, but they just don't get Christian tourists in, in Egypt that much. And they definitely don't get Christian documentary film crews that are coming in all the time. Um, So, it's just been it's been an uphill fight to, hmm. uh, to to get where we need to get. So interesting, yeah, yeah. And what's um, talk a little bit about the difference uh, in in just the the content? I think a little bit uh, as we've talked about. You know, when you go to Jerusalem, there's a lot more confidence in some of these sites like. This is here, you know, right. like here's Hezekiah's tunnel. 
this is where Hezekiah came in. You know, you yes. you, you know, there's 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 the specifics of this. But Exodus, you know, there's a lot of there's content like did they cross the Red Sea here or did they not? Or is where where's Mount Sinai? So talk to me a little bit of, tell us a little bit about how maybe the approach of this one is a little bit different. Sure. I mean, we're we're talking about events that occurred in biblical history, you know, thousands of years prior to the time of Jesus. So what's left to find is harder. And the debate of the exact time period of the Exodus is something that has been discussed right. and debated for, I mean, for generations. And... Uh, most of the documentaries that I have seen about the Exodus spend the majority of their time debating those questions that right now can't be answered. Right. Who exactly was the Pharaoh and what was the timing of it? There are some interesting ideas, um, some fairly compelling arguments. Um, but what we would like to do with this is discuss briefly some of the more accepted routes um, even Mount Sinai uh, could be in a couple of different locations. We will likely mention that, but we're going to spend most of our time discussing the themes of the Exodus. Mm, what okay. what does the Bible emphasize, you know, about this incredibly important period of Israel's history? This is when God is establishing a covenant with His people. This is when He is delivering His law. This is when he's rescuing them from slavery and promising a, a, a homeland, this promised land of Canaan, and all of the spiritual um, connections and allegories that, that we can make for us as Christians today. I don't feel like that's been done nearly enough. And so we want to show you the wilderness, and we want to show you Egypt, and we want to show you up until the borders of the land uh, of Canaan. Hmm. But all along, we want to be reminding our viewers of who God is, what he wanted from his people. We are now the chosen people of God. What does that mean for us? And right. Emphasizing these these important themes. Interesting. Yeah. And, and, and that theme is, you know, that's despite the... So you're not doing archaeology digs here, but, you know, you're trying to talk about these themes. And as Brian and I have talked about on the podcast, like the theme of Exodus and God's deliverance is brought up time and time yeah. and time again in the New mm -hmm. Testament. It's brought up. Well, Remember, through, yeah, through, each, I'm preaching through, through Isaiah right now. And, you know, you, you know, the references back to the Exodus are just numerous. Obviously, the book of Revelation, we've already mentioned the number of times that uh, Exodus imagery is there. It's just, yeah, it's incredible. Oh, yes. It's, it, and of course, in Jesus' ministry as well. Well, Very and I important. think that... Yes. I think that's important to, to note because how do we typically teach the Exodus? We teach the high points, the Red Sea crossing, right. Ten Commandments. Ten plagues. You know, yeah. The Ten plagues, <laughs> exactly. And, right. and you know, those are the pictures that our kids color in Bible classes. Right. But what we, what we teach less is how the Exodus is everything. And, yeah. and when, you, when you talk about people like Paul and the apostles and their sure. teachings in the New Testament— what do they have? They have the Tanakh. They have yeah. the Exodus. And this is what they're pointing to and saying, Jesus is our Passover lamb. And, right. and he's making all these comparisons. And so, uh, you know, in a way, we kind of do ourselves a disservice when we kind of uh, have uh, minimized the Exodus to these, to yep. these few uh, really pop culture kind of stories. And so I think right. that's one of the things we hope to draw out with this documentary series is that 
hey, look, this is not just the high points. This is something that is interwoven throughout Scripture, and so much so that the first century Christians were were recalling this all the time. Yeah. Can you give us some insight? Can you give us a little like behind the scenes thing? Is, can you uh, give us an example of some of the things you're hoping to film or uh, maybe just one or two examples of where you're hoping to go? I want to ride a camel. <laughs> he is not lying about everything. That. Every, wow. Everything else Wait. is just details. You know, okay. one hump or two hump camel. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. I, I don't want to be picky. I don't know, you man. Want a two hump camel. Trust me, you want a two hump camel. <laughs> well, you, you've been Otherwise to Jericho. So, I'm sure you've been to Jericho. So I'm sure you've had the opportunity to ride a camel before. But yeah, I've I've so. been close, uh, okay. but it never okay. it never quite worked into the schedule and. <laughs> Coincidentally, Stu is always in charge of the schedule. So, oh, okay, all right. Um, no, I mean, look, we're going to go out into the wilderness, and right. we're not obviously going to do it exactly the way that the children of Israel did sure. it. We are going to have vehicles, um, but to to me, I'm excited to to talk with local people, and that's something we we right. really have right. have worked to emphasize. The more we've done this, is right. I I don't just want a couple of Americans to go into this country and pretend like they know everything about sure. it and then come out right. again. No, let's let's talk to historians. Let let's talk to locals. Let's have them prepare food for us. Um, um, and so this is a this is a culture very different than ours. Right. And and who better to talk about it than than the people who live there. That sounds fascinating. I, I I would watch that. That's that sounds good. <laughs> good, good. That's, that's a good sign. <laughs> Tell okay. me more. Tell me more. Approval <laughs> over here. It's good. Yeah, that's it's good. interesting. I, I've been thinking about uh, the will. You keep mentioning the term wilderness, and I, I made this kind of offhanded comment in a sermon I preached not too long ago. And I'm actually week after next. I'm gonna. There's a kind of a community service I'm doing, and this is the theme of it. And 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 basically the idea was it, it occurred to me that God's people have an ambiguous relationship with the wilderness. Uh, you know, the wilderness is a place of, to a certain extent, uh, punishment, right? It, it's it's as a result of a failure to trust God uh, that they mm -hmm. end up wandering in the wilderness. And yet it's also a time where they learn very deeply the that God is a reliable God, that 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 He is able to meet their needs, and um, they're able to learn that He provides for them in, in in an incredibly miraculous way throughout that entire time. And so, you know, it's kind of that same way for us. Jesus in the wilderness, obviously, again, probably modeling that, uh, echoing that. You know, it, it's always there's a, a an ambiguity to the times that God's people spend in the wilderness. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, very good. So uh, one thing, uh, you know, we've talked about this is you provide all this content for free. And I don't think we've said this yet, but you, uh, Appian Media is a nonprofit, right? Correct. That is correct. Yeah. So these trips only happen because of sponsors, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, correct. Yeah. So this week, you know, as, if you're listening to this, the, you know, all of our faithful listeners here in the Bible Bistro, um, Craig and Stewart and Appian Media are fundraising. And so tell us a little bit about, um, you know, this is a little bit different than the other trips as well that, um, you know, you talked about, yeah, filming's different. There's not a lot of Christian crews coming through there, but there's also um, the cost is different. Like, tell us about the fundraising and what, <laughs> you know, you're trying to bring this <laughs> helpful content to, to, to everyone right. um, about the fundraising efforts that, that you guys need to do to, to make this trip happen. 
Yeah. Um, so, so we, we started originally with Appian Media knowing that we wanted to be a nonprofit because we wanted to be able to give this stuff away for free, but we knew that that was a crazy business model. And so uh, early on, we, we did Kickstarter, and we've basically, since that time, kind of done some sort of hybrid Kickstarter model where we rely on the donations of individuals uh, and then we also have monthly uh, supporters who give uh, on a monthly basis. And uh, that has helped cover the costs of these productions. And um, it, the, the, what we've noticed, though, over the years is that those costs are going up and up and up. And, it, and it's probably a case of where uh, we see that quality uh, needs to continue to climb. And that means more people, more equipment, all of those things. And so what we've discovered with Egypt specifically is this project is going to be bigger uh, on a scale uh, that's in anything we've, we've ever imagined. And, and so, and so, yeah, so we, um, we came up with a new fundraising model uh, just for this project and hopefully it's, it's successful and uh, we are able to raise the funds we need uh, but basically, we need everybody to help support this in whatever way they can. So, yeah. what's the, what's the new fundraising model look like? What's um, what are you doing? Uh, well, so we actually held uh, host watch parties around huh. the country, and uh, we had them invite people into their homes, uh, people they know, sometimes people that they don't know, but Appy and Media fans. And uh, we actually recorded a video and then announced that uh, Out of Egypt will be the next documentary in the video. Oh, and okay. then, yeah, so and that's, uh, that's exciting because what it does is it, it gets people together, gets people energized, yeah. and, and then helps them to see that they are a part of this bigger work. They are a part of this kingdom work of, of bringing these documentaries to the screen. And, and do that in a real way. And, and before, what we've done is it's, it's been a lot of virtual things. You know, we've done social media, we've done Facebook Live events, um, but this time we're actually doing things in person. That's in a great the, idea. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, it, and and just in transparency here, you know, Brian and I had I have alluded to this in a past episode that Stuart and uh, Craig have invited me uh, along on this trip to help uh, direct and, and produce this, and uh, what. The, it is a big number that you guys are trying to raise, right? $200,000. It is. Wow. Yes, it's $200,000. And I want to yeah. say, you know, one of the things that, you know, this is one of the things that I think is, if you don't produce video, uh, but like if you're going somewhere else, you get someone, it's called a fixer. Um, you know, you get you get people on the ground um, that are trying to navigate you know, permits and all that stuff. And, um, I've been able to, to, to take a look at some of the numbers and it's, uh, you guys are running as lean as you can. Um, but it, you know, it's working in a country that's not always the easiest to work in. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, I think it's a, it's a great mission. And so, you know, I, I would even say to our Bible Bistro listeners, if you're hearing this and, you know, go check out the stuff on Appian Media. Um, but, you know, if you're interested in supporting, you should definitely go check it out because I think it's, it's, it's going to be a great project as I've uh, seen the, the production sheets. And obviously, if I'm going with you, um, <laughs> to, to, to look at, at some of this stuff. So what are you guys, um, what are you guys most excited about, you know, for this potential of this exodus? What's what's most exciting for you uh, going forward with this trip? Mm. Mm. I, you know, one of the things that oh, I'm sorry, Stu, go no, for it. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay. 
Um, one of the things it's, it's kind of in response to the fact that this is going to be an expensive trip just because of the location and the nature of, of what we're attempting to shoot there. Um, but we have decided to make the, the most of our time there and actually produce two different projects at the same time. So our, our main series, what we've been referring to as out of Egypt, but then also recording all of the content necessary for our children's version of the Exodus story that we call Lessons from the Land, the Exodus. And so our our team is going to be a little bit bigger, um, and our time there in country will be slightly longer than, than our previous trips. But to me, I'm just, I am so excited to to capture as much as we possibly can and then come back with content and a team ready to assemble these pieces together and, and get them in the hands of, of, of everyone as quickly as we can. Yeah. Anything for you, Stuart? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with everything Craig's saying. This is a totally new model for us. But, uh, you know, I think in addition to that, I'm super excited just about the locations. I mean, we're talking very remote areas of a country wow. that, you know, people don't see very often. And uh, the, the fact that we've been granted access to these places is really a blessing. Um, you know, I mean, just spending time in the wilderness in the Sinai Peninsula and the wilderness in Jordan, which for those that are Star Wars fans may recognize as being, <laughs> I mean, that, that's Tatooine. just Tatooine. That's yeah, exactly what it is. How stunning the landscape is in these places. Right. They, right. It's, it's, it's going to be a really beautiful thing to put on screen. And, and then just when you, when you marry that with the themes that we're talking about, I, it, I think it's just going to make for a powerful piece of content. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. That is exciting. And, you know, Ryan, how exciting you're, you're, you've been asked to go along with them. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. what, what are you thinking about? What are you excited about? I, I mean, I'm excited to see this. I mean, uh, you know, I think going back to even <laughs> to see, you know, I say stuff to see this land. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, I, Craig was talking about earlier about just being in Jerusalem. And I, when, the first time I went to, to, to Jerusalem and to Israel is to see these things and to see, um, you know, it helped me read my Bible differently. Yeah, and not, yeah. when I say differently, it's not like, oh, I'm getting a different message out of it now, right. but it made it more real for me. It made it, right. um, not that it wasn't mm -hmm. real before, but it's just like, I can see the place now. I can, yeah. um, you know, Craig had mentioned uh, in before our technical difficulty, but just being <laughs> in the Garden of Gethsemane right. um, and just how close that is to the gates of Jerusalem and seeing the guards come. Like now when you read these narratives, it has this... Uh, we've said texture to it you know yeah. it has this meaning mm -hmm. that i've, I've ex experienced it and so it. yeah yeah i can picture it and so you know i think to be one of the things that they have we haven't mentioned is one of the the shots i'd like to get is like with a brick maker in egypt you know mm. how they used to make bricks this was right. a, a role for the for the the israelites right um you know interesting no, they don't get straw now uh you know to, but to kind of mm -hmm. see that and get right. this to, to create this uh cultural context as we read the exodus and then you know to paint the picture for right. rest of scripture and, and, and the importance of it so that's what i'm excited awesome. about I, I didn't realize you know ryan you, you know i didn't really it wasn't this wasn't clear to me that, that there you know the other three of you are all video producers and then there's me right so uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost kind of like a really bad joke. Three video producers in a New Testament guy walk into a bistro. 
I don't know what the punchline to that is, but yeah, I don't know but, either. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a terrible joke. <laughs> but but we, you know, I've said before when we when we've been on uh, on our podcast, we're a very visual culture. Uh, you know, in the in the past, when you when you think about the the the, the times in the New Testament, particularly, a very oral culture, they were able to hear things and and retain them and remember them for long periods of time. We we tend to think in videos. You know, it, we we have a, a language of the way that camera works. And, and we've, we've used examples of that before, uh, Ryan, mm-hmm. as we've talked about various texts, uh, Craig earlier, you mentioned the book of revelation and, you know, that's the thing for me. I would say the book of revelation is such a, is such a visual book. Uh, the, the images that are described. And, and I think that's what you guys are getting at is, is, you know, the, these are stories we know, but then to be able to put images with them that, that help us picture, you know, what the Israelites would have seen as they, as they, travel through the wilderness, you know, the Red Sea and, you know, all these different things. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's an important project and I'm, yeah, I'm really excited, looking forward to it. Yep. Yeah. So the, the fundraiser is, is running now at the time of this podcast release. And uh, we are trying to raise these funds prior to August the 20th. Um, so that get is, on it. Is that what you're saying? Get on it. Yeah. I mean, well, and, and we've, we've, we've been working, uh, what, the last three or four months with this fixture uh, right. group, this company, um, helping to identify the locations and, and get the adequate permissions and film permits prepped and ready. And they are waiting for, for us to give them the green light or not. Right. And it is dependent on, and has always been, the response of of our viewers and our supporters, is this something that, that they see as, as being valuable? And, uh, I can, uh, Stu, you can correct me, but other than the life of Jesus, I think this particular story has been requested of us more than any others. Really? Huh. Um, Interesting. and we've, we've been considering it since 2018 hmm. and, uh, feel like we are, we are in a position now, both with our, our experience and, and with the support that we've seen in the past to uh, to try to get this done this year. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us how we can uh, how we can find the information on this. We'll have links and so forth. But uh, you know, if someone's in their car listening, tell us about where they can watch some of the previous work, but also find out uh, about the fundraiser and obviously contribute. <laughs> uh, there's, you can you can find us uh, all over the place. Uh, you know, appianmedia.org is our website and that has uh, our content on there if you go to youtube and and type in appian media you'll find us on there as well we have an app if you look in the app stores for google and for apple uh for this fundraiser specifically i know i'm throwing out a lot of uh, different things it's fundraiser.appianmedia.org that'll take you straight to the page where uh, you can help support this out of egypt project very cool very cool. Well, guys, this sounds exciting. I hope I get to join. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, again, as you, you mentioned, it's, it, yeah. well, it all depends on the, uh, <laughs> it all depends on the fundraiser and so right. forth. Um, but, you know, it, it's going to be a great project. Um, and I think it's going to be a really helpful project for a lot of people. You know, this is, this is a land that not a lot of people visit. Um, or, you know, we don't, don't get to see this. You know, a lot of people right. get to visit Israel, but don't get to visit these lands. And so I think yeah. it'd be a, a great visual aid to all of that. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for your time and sharing a little bit about your yeah, passion. Good to meet you guys. Glad you're, glad you're in the bistro today. It was a Absolutely. lot of fun. Hope you can yeah. come back and maybe after this uh, project's done, give us some insight of what you, what you learned in it. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah that'd be great. We'd love to. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much. And uh, we'll talk to you later. 
All right. Thank you. See you. See you, Ryan. Bye.